This episode is being recorded out of Shop Talk Podcast Studios in Oak Park, Michigan. For more information, visit www.shoptalkpod.com. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, we are back with another episode. Episode 4, Season 2 of the first Heartbreak with CJ Kyles. I'm so happy that you're here. Did you miss us? Well, if you did, that's cool because we missed you too. And if you didn't, that's all right because we didn't miss you. Now... <laughs> If you don't know, I do it like I do every week. My name, and if you don't know by now, but you should, is CJ Kyles, a.k.a. the sexiest man to ever live, a.k.a. the genius, a.k.a. the smartest man to ever live, a.k.a. your former, well, your baby mama's former favorite side nigga, a.k.a. just simply amazing. And I do it like I do every single week. I'm going to roll with the old, it's the OG3 today, not a full house, the OG3 to my left. Go ahead and introduce yourself. Yeah, Frankie J., um, I, I'm out. I'm here. The long week, just looking for love and all the wrong salsa clubs. <laughs> <laughs> all right, until my right. Well, you know what it is. This is Gabe, aka Mr. Absolutely, aka Mr. Lick 'em Low. <laughs> this is how we do it. <laughs> Let's get. Back. All right, all right, cool, cool. So, what y'all been up to? It's the new year, first new episode year. of 2020. That's new, what's up. How was? Year. How did y'all bring in a new year? I was at work. <laughs> I brought the new year at work. So yeah, that's a blessing, man. Yeah, I, I brought it in at home, but then I went to work at 7 in the morning. Yeah. So. Nigga thought he was going home, but that wasn't the case. Nah. Wasn't the case at all. What about yeah. you, Frank? I worked, partied. I almost got into some sim shit, but thank God the liquor was right there to knock me out of my senses. <laughs> so, <laughs> Lord Jesus. Well, at least somebody got the party out of <laughs> Right, right, right. Well, it's good to be back. I've been to a party all year. <laughs> it's good to be back. It's good to be back. Absolutely. So, fellas, what's been going on with y'all, though, besides the working and all that kind of stuff? Um, dude, what I want to do right now, man, I want to take a, a minute to um, – I know we talk about a lot of shit that goes on in the world. Go ahead. Go ahead. But, take us um, away. I'm going to talk about some positive shit. Okay. I got some young brothers that I work with. One in particular. His name is DJ, man. Okay. And this young brother's really doing this thing, man. He's doing this acting thing. He'd have been in a couple, he'd have been in a, uh, a Hungry Howie's commercial that was nationally televised. He'd have been in a Fifth Third Bank commercial. Go. You know, and right now he's working with uh, one of the indie promotions up in Flint for wrestling. Okay. And he's doing well there. Probably P- Pure Pro, what's his name? Oh, his name's DJ. Okay. Yeah. Is so he a wrestler? He's, he's, Taking the seminars and stuff, not paying the money. Going oh, okay. Well, shout out to him. Yeah, man. And I and I say that to say, man, there's no excuse. No, there's no excuse, man. These young brothers out here who ain't doing much, man. This guy shows me all the time that dude, y'all, y'all young brothers have a choice. That's what's up, man. Shout out to DJ, man. One of these days we got to have you on as a special guest and let us know how everything is going. Shout out to DJ, man. Remind me of a young me. Yeah. Doing it. Doing it. You know what, though? He do remind me a lot of you. <laughs> thank, well, thank you, DJ. He do remind, thank, he remind shout me out to you. DJ. That's why I gravitate toward the brother. He remind me of you. Shout out to DJ. Um, What about you, Frank? Shit, I quit my job, you know, back in like a week before Thanksgiving. Oh, I've been damn. trying to play catch up, going to interviews, all kinds of all kinds of stupid shit. You doing Uber or Lyft yet? Not exactly. I'm working for Expedite right now using my own car. It's almost like Uber, but not exactly as thrilling. Okay. I'm trying to get out of that. I've been, been kind of in a mood, you know, this past like 10 hours, you know, three three failed job interviews that I thought I had in the bag, but well, you know what? Welcome to the black experience. Right, Frank, you know what it feels to be a yeah, black man for yeah. once. Oh, yeah. well, Do we got home. a few comments on yeah. there, or, or is that just... Uh, family. Oh, okay, go. just fan. Okay. But Sh- yeah, shout out to you, Marquine. I'm still kind of, you know, I'm still kind of hopeful. Um, my uh, 
my teacher, my my one of my dance teachers, this uh-huh. girl, she wants me to um, start practicing for a Michigan dance competition mm-hmm. that's coming in March or April. I can't remember. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think I'm gonna you know take part in that. Sure, go ahead, man. So you, you know, live your best life, man. Well, you know, I got I gotta represent. You know, I'm I'm not wearing this shirt for nothing. You know what I mean? Well, shout out! What is that? Planet Tango? Yeah, but is that where you go? Yeah, but you know what? No, that this this is the only shirt that was my size. We about to make our own <laughs> t-shirts. I'm about to put my put my few bucks in uh, for ATD RGD Tango Detroit. Mm-hmm. We're trying. We're trying. You know, I, I'm trying to put a few bucks together, make a few copies. You know, make a, make a few copies of this shirt. Whoever wants to buy them, you know, trying to put it out there. Well, shout out to that man. Um, Tonight, man, I don't know if y'all have heard or if y'all are familiar you, with uh, with Lonnie Love. You know yeah. what that is? Yeah. Okay. Well, Lonnie Love. Uh, what'd you say? That she's just a, she's uh, she's uh, you know giving me hope. That just means a better job is coming. Yeah. There shout out. Go. Shout out to Dee Dee, man. Um, yeah, man. You know, a better job is coming. That of shit. Of course, of course. You know, man. I shit happens, I bro. I don't. I don't mind working. At, you know, like I, I don't mind working like a physical labor job. I'm just you know, want to be happy doing it. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. But Absolutely, man. I, I, I was bouncing around from job to job for the longest time, bro. Your shit was my choice. That's because you couldn't sit your ass down. <laughs> I was. was my cho- I, I wasn't happy though. You the only black man I know that was get, that had good jobs and left them because you just didn't feel like it. That is you, true. You had good job after good job. Like, ah, I don't feel like this shit. I don't feel like it. Maybe I, I have to reach like for the stars higher because maybe, maybe I'm this. maybe I'm being too humble. Remember that conversation we didn't have? Yeah, man. We yeah, we can we'll talk get, about that too. <laughs> Matter of <laughs> fact, we we'll, can talk, we can talk about that now before we talk about yeah, the Lonnie yeah. Love comments. All right. Because if you look up the definition of what humble means, I don't like it. And I forgot what it said, but I think it means to bow down, to show humility. And I'm just I'm not feeling it. I'm aware of where my blessings come from. I'm aware of being uh, uh, blessed and everything like that, and I'm thankful. But humble is just something I'm not going to do. Not they, they just want you to understand it's not to get big-headed is what they're saying. Don't let the, the blessings that's coming to you change you and cause you to act in a different way. For sure. Like a lot of people do. They take their blessings and then they forget that they were once that person that needed help. Or they was once that person that, that, that required Blessings to be given to them. Frank, do me a favor. Can you look up the definition of what humble is, really quick? I do that because it was the definition that got to me when I saw the I word think, humble. I think the wrong people try to use that humble word, you know, and out the, of the, and out, they in their flip own it and they flip it. And like they, if you want to reach for the stars, but they think you're doing too much. They want to say, "Oh, just be humble." That's like a little sneaky way of saying, we go. "Stop dreaming, stop, stop thinking so big." All right. Well, what, so, why don't y'all read the definition of humble for me? Um, Having or showing a modest or low estimate of one's own importance. I don't like that. That's hmm. horrible. Now, by reading that definition, low, isn't that don't that sound terrible? The low estimate part is what would threw me off. Having or showing low estimate of one's importance. What, right. what there's uh, right. I, I get what you're saying. I don't right. like but, that. But but you have you have to interpret that and in what it means. What they're saying. I'm is, very important. What they're saying is it's not All that right. you're not important, but you don't have to walk around like your shit don't stay. No, you exactly. Don't to, you don't, you don't have, have to do that. But you don't have to walk around like you the big shit. On we need a new definition right. because That's humble right. is something I am not. I am not. I'm very aware of the fly shit that I do. Now I don't have to brag and boast about it, but I don't want to hang around a bunch of humble motherfuckers. I want to mm. hang around people that know they the shit. And if people your, like that, but your work speaks for you, right? When right. you do good work, when other people say, "Oh man, Chris, that that shit he did was was dope," 
you don't have to sit up here and say what I did was dope. And that's what oh yeah, that's, for sure. This is what they're saying. Like, don't you don't have to have the opinion, the high opinion of yourself, because others will. If your work, your work, your character will speak for you. For you. But in that you same breath, the same can be said. If you don't, if you don't speak life on it, you don't talk about it. Nobody else will. You know what I'm saying? But I guess it's balance. You got to have a balance yeah, between the two. You do. Right, right. Because can't nobody on earth tell me that this ain't the hottest podcast on on planet in a multiverse, on planet Earth, you know, I Earth that. Prime, you know what? Earth 616, I, I, I any of them. I second that emotion, man. I second that emotion. Can't nobody, I don't care how many followers, subscribers, I don't care how many they got, this goddammit is the one. There you go. This is the one. And speaking of subscribers, just got to 532 subscribers on the uh, on the CJ Kyle's page, and I want to say thank you to everybody that's subscribing and watching a podcast and wherever you're watching from all over the world on YouTube, Spotify, Instagram, whatever, all kind of Craigslist, all that kind of shit. <laughs> wherever you see the podcast <laughs> at, wherever you're watching MySpace, all that shit. Black page, all that thank you. Up. Black Planet, right. Mo Moco Space, tag, <laughs> crush spot, all. all that. We doing it all. I want to say thank you, man. I want to say thank you. So, um, you know, we got a pretty long show today, and it's not that many of us, so I just figured we get into some random shit before we get into the main two. Um, Bad Boys 3 is about to drop. It dropped today. It dropped today. Dropped what do you? What, okay, I, 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 I got. I got. Have you seen Bad Boys One and Two? Yes. Okay. Yes. You seen? Okay. Cool. So let me ask y'all two questions. Is this movie needed? One and two. How do you think it's gonna be quality wise? And yeah, quality wise. Quality wise, uh, it'll be good. Quality wise, it'll be you know good production value. They're gonna put the money behind it. But it will it be a good script? Uh, I mean. Bad Boys well, 2 well, wasn't well, like, was, was one of two good scripts. They weren't good scripts. They were, just, they were just funny they were and entertaining. Funny. Yeah, they were entertaining. So if the number three so brings I, the same heat, yeah, I, I, I'll yeah. be satisfied. I mean, I'm, you know. I'm with that. I mean, it, it'll do the same. If, I, I hope they have like a memorable scene. Like you remember the second one? Yo, yo, who the fuck is Reggie? That was awesome. That was one that of my was, favorite yeah, scenes ever. Well, I enjoy Bad Boys One a lot. Um, Bad Boys we Two, not do. so much. No, didn't care for Bad Boys Two. It was watchable. But I didn't care for it so much. It, it was just too long. Yeah. Like that, that movie should not have went all the way to Cuba. Oh, yeah. Oh, like yeah. That, they just dragged that shit out oh, way yeah, too yeah, long. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. then all the needless explosions. I was like, Michael Bay, come on, dude. Speaking Real of too oh, no, no, That's what Michael Bay does. Yeah. I'll give him credit. It was, if it's unneeded, but if that's what he does, yeah, then I'll respect that. Is he directing this one? I don't know. I didn't look. You know what movie was so really long. too long? Uncut Gems. I didn't get to I check seen that out yet. Two hours long. No way that movie should have been that long. I heard it was good though. You said it was good. I no, I said Adam Sandler did good in the movie, but the the movie was kind of all he over. Played a the real place. good chase in that one. That was that was crazy. He played. He looked like what? one of them niggas up in Dearborn at the gas station. <laughs> did you see that <laughs> one? Exactly wow. what he, 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 he did. Wow. Yeah. He looked like one of them niggas that own a pawn shop or who own one of them gas stations up in Dearborn. That's exactly who he looked like. Yeah, I couldn't yeah. to, I couldn't have told him apart. So shout out to Adam Sandler. There I don't, you go. It was all over the place, but you you get a pass because you Adam Sandler. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, but we'll forgive you for funny people, but you know, <laughs> right? I haven't seen funny people. I actually knew my funny people. It was a little depressing, but it, it wasn't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, yeah. The movie's called Funny People, but it was a little. The shit was depressing as hell. I don't care for his serious good. movies like that. It was good, man. It was it was a it was a it was a movie f about co comedians, like you know, yeah, like go, getting basically getting old. What Seth Rogen in that? Yes, yeah, yeah. I seen Adam Sandler people. played a version of himself. Yeah, I yeah. seen that. Like um, and then you know Seth Rogen was part of the comic. They work at a freaking barista, and you know um, what's the fat kid? Uh, Jonah Hill. 
Joe yeah, Hill, they, yeah. There's like it kind of gave it kind of shed a little comedic light to the beef between you know in the comedy industry, like just starting up stand up comics, especially in L.A. Like I listen to um, comedy podcasts a lot, mm-hmm. so when people come in as guests in the story, they talk about you know the going ons and like you know the shady shit that goes behind them. No, there's no loyalty in it. You know, these are it's just, loyalty, but it's like back, especially in L.A. comics is just like. Oh, like, about this? Stab you in the back, in the heartbeat. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I, I respect New York comedians, to be honest with you, more, way more. Like, you know. Like, comedy game is dirty. Yeah, Sherrod Song is one of my favorites, so. I want to stick on a comedy topic, because I like where this is going. I got a question. But before that, just while I remember while it's on my mind, let me give a quick go, Rose, a shout-out to Rocky Johnson, who passed away mm. uh, yesterday. Uh, for those of you who don't know who Rocky Johnson is, that's The Rock's dad. Uh, soul man Rocky Johnson, a black, one of the, the first black tag team champions within the WWE uh, back in the 1980s with at Tony Atlas. And uh, I want to pay tribute and say shout out to Rocky Johnson. Rest in peace. Um, you know, prayers up to The Rock. You know, I know losing a parent is something I haven't experienced it, you know, yet, but you know Oh, it's a bitch, man. Yeah, man. So it's shout out to oh, yeah. shout out to, to Rocky Johnson, shout out to The Rock. Um, you know, heart goes out to them. But uh I wanna get back to this uh I wanna get back to this comedy thing since we own it. I'm gonna put y'all on the spot right now. Mm-hmm. Top five comedians, stand up comedians of all time. Can you name them? You got your top five. Stand-up? Top five all time? of all time. All time. Even the ones I, that- I feel like I can get mine's ready. Y'all, y'all know yours. Y'all no, want me to go first? In, in no particular order, I would say. Uh, I'm gonna name out a few. Pryor, Richard Pryor, okay. Eddie Murphy, uh, to me, Damon Wayans, hmm. um, Dave Chappelle, Cat uh, Williams, and. Um, mm, mm, uh, Gabriel Iglesias, the the the, the big fluffy. dude, fluffy. Yeah, okay. a top yeah. five ever. I, you know, I was gonna give it to Kevin Hart, man, because the dude had a, he had a really good run with setting up specials. And you know what? What? Let me let me take that. And back. shout out to Kevin. I love Kevin. I love his character. I love everything about him. I'm just talking stand up. I'm not trying to shit on Kevin because I think he's a good dude. But I'm just saying, like, st- what? <laughs> I, yeah, I, I give it to Kevin then. I think you might have to come back to this list, man. <laughs> I, let me give you mine, then we go to Frank. I'm going to give you mine. I'm going to say no particular order, but I'm going to start off with Cat Williams. I think Cat is a monster. I'm going to start, I'm going to say George Carlin. Um, Because I've seen some stand up with Ooh, George Carlin. George Carlin, yeah. George Carlin had me throwing up. Yeah. Like literally throwing George up. George Carlin is hilarious. He is. George Carlin can go in a room full of niggas and kill it. Oh, yeah. And kill it yeah. in a room full That's of That's the niggas. way of the game. Yeah, he's yeah. funny as hell. And what's crazy, I was watching WWE Network, and he was doing them old 10-10-220 commercials back in the day. De- oh, shit. What happened? Did I fuck it up? Hello? Yo, did I fuck it up? Uh, yeah, can, can y'all hear me? Sorry, y'all. We having some... T- hopefully we... Uh, I hear you through my headset. I. Hopefully we still recording, but... Uh, like I just touched this thing real quick and are we still are we still recording? Oh, okay, because we voice? I just oh. you guys hear my voice? Not through my headset. No. Oh, okay. Well, I can hear you, Chris. I don't hear my voice. Okay, there you go. Hello. It's out. It's out again. Yes. Yeah. His. Yeah. Wait. It's out again. Because it's like the headphone. I don't hear. I don't hear hello, Frank. Hello. Yeah, I don't hear Frank in the headphones. Jesus Christ! Oh, but I hear it now. There you go. 
this thing might need to be tightened up or something. Yeah. Um, but y'all still going. I see all y'all waveforms. That's just connected to your headphones. Is just connected to that. Oh, okay. Okay, we can still go. All right, cool. All right, now we're better. Sorry, y'all. Just a little te technical difficulties here. But um, Frank's stupid arm got in the way. <laughs> what, what was we saying? Oh, you talking about George Carlin? Oh yeah, George Carlin. I saw I saw a ten ten two twenty commercial, and uh, it, it made me want to go listen to him. So I said, uh, so I said, you know what? This guy is one of the definitely one of the greatest. Um, just because I like took in like some of his, all his library, and I was just like, damn, I gotta put him in my top top five. So I said, Cat Williams, George Carlin. I'm gonna say Corey Holcomb. Corey Holcomb, definitely mm. one of my favorite comedians. He's um, one of my favorites, but I wouldn't put him in the, in the definitely top Definitely in my yeah. top. When I seen him live, that yeah, yeah. to me solidified I'm that to me. He's my number. He's definitely my number one. I'm, I'm pissed I missed him. Uh, Dave Chappelle, uh, number four for me. And if I got to go with a number five, man, I'm going to have to go with Arnaz J. Arnaz J is one of my favorite comedians, man. Is Arnaz J? Did you the one with the retarded brother? Yes. Yeah. I, yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. Arnaz Yo, Why are you making fun of me? Yep. Nah, yep. you mean. All right. All right, Frank. Who would you say? Who oh, would man. you say? Um, you know what? I'm definitely putting Dave Chappelle on that. George Carlin, I want to put him on there because of that disgruntled worshiper joke he got. I know that one. Like, yeah. hey, I don't call him uh, church shooters. I call him disgruntled worshiper. Yep. <laughs> um, I want to say Dice Clay, but... Ooh, uh, Andrew Dice Clay? I want to say it, but, but... Andrew's good for his time. Hickory dickory duck. Oh, you know. Oh, um, man. That's <laughs> I, I, want, I, I never got into... I no, no. I'm going to have to go he's look at some of his special. He's not my favorite, though, yeah. but I'm just saying, at the time, I thought it was just... You said, I, um, I, I used to love Dane Cook only because it was my, it was my first intro to stand-up comedy. Talk about a nigga who fell off. I'm talking about fail the fuck yeah. off. Yeah, and that guy used to make me laugh. Like, you're just stupid shit, you know? Like, Dane Cook, he had like he one, maybe two movies. I remember when he was like the hottest nigga on earth, yeah. and then all of a sudden he was gone, like out of nowhere. Yeah, he kissed the right ass, I guess. Yeah. He, he told Shut up, Dane, where you at, man? Where you, what the fuck happened? See, what happened was, what happened was I was driving down the street. Uh, no, go ahead. I'm trying to do my impression of Dane? Dane Cook. Um, well, I want to say Louis C.K. too. Uh, I don't care what they did to him. I still think he's funny. I want to say um, he liked to jack off on bitches' faces. <laughs> yeah, shout, he out, asked, to, he, shout he, out to Louis. He has permission. He has yeah, permission. Who don't? Go ahead, Louis. Uh, who else? Uh, he's dead now, but Greg Giraldo. He's one of my favorites. Um, of course, I got to put Patrice O'Neill. I mean, I can't. He, he was gonna be number six. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, Comedians who I like their podcasts better than the comedy. I read because I'm in, um, I'm gonna say Dante Nero. I don't give a fuck what anyone says. I don't know who that is. That's that's Patrice's boy from the oh, Black yeah. Phillip show. Okay, uh, he's continuing on. He's continuing on the uh, beige Phillip. You know, um, uh, Sherrod Small, uh -huh. James Goff, and um, who else? Uh, I want to say Dana, uh, Simeon Goodson, but I, I can't really. I, I don't. I can't really put it on there. But most of these guys you probably never heard of though. I gotta like, give Sh I don't mention the uh, Sh Bo Burnham. Sherrod Sm I don't know who that is. Oh, Bo Burnham is hilarious. Oh, he's that little the white boy who sings though. Oh, you know? man, he raps he, and he's sings. Hilarious. Was Carrot Top funny? No. Uh, on no planet. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know where. He I mean, he made me chuckle in the Flavor Flavor roast, but that's about it. Carrot Top was never funny to me. Dude. No? He was funny looking. All right, that was right. about it. I saw that stupid movie. Was he Cher around in the eighties? 
eighties yeah, and nineties. I saw that 90s. stupid movie of his called um, uh, Chairman of the Board. I thought that was like I was too. I was still kind of too. I was I was too young and retarded to realize that this movie stunk. Mm. Oh yeah, so, Carrot Top was god off. Nah, I, I don't. Mean, no. He was one of them things. I, one of them pop culture things. I wish I could just t- take back. Mm. Yeah, he should have never existed. Uh, I mean. He exists for the fact that his, you can't think of the word carrot top without thinking of him. So but that's just, I, that's I appreciate just, for that. I, yeah, that's, I appreciate, I I appreciate his existence. So now that I hear about carrot top, I can go carrot top and move on the conversation. <laughs> well, shout about, out to carrot top. How man. about a radish ass? He's about as useful as that fucking dude Gallagher with the fucking watermelon. Uh, <laughs> oh, okay. Dave Chappelle's black Gallagher was funny. Yeah, it was. <laughs> so wait, so he got that from carrot top? <laughs> No, no, no. Carrot no, Top no. got that from uh, from uh, no. Watermelon Man. Um, oh, okay. No, 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 no. Yeah, I'm just saying. They, they, yeah. Him and Gallagher are on the same level. They both used right, to right. Oh, okay. Yeah. I did like I did like how I, for, for the man who uh, makes shitty joke of props, he gave Fibble Fib that grandfather clock. You know, that was fun. It, it was it was cute. It was a nice tongue in cheek moment. Yeah, it was a yeah. Shout out to Flavor Flav too, man. Yeah, on this what twelfth kid. Twelve. Oh, oh, wait, wait. I'm sorry. Jeffrey Ross has to be one of the top. Should be on my top ten. Jeff Ross is good. I like, but I like him roasting people. Babe. Yes, yes. I don't care for. I mean, his stand up is okay, but I like him roasting people. Yeah, yeah. He's funny doing that. No, he's yeah. better. He's his stand up is still pretty good. He has a he has a great bit about um my aunt my aunt my aunt Merle died and she was 90 years old. I told my loser cousin and she goes, Oh my God, how did she die? I'm like. She she went jet ski, she went she went skiing she fell she missed a free uh, she missed the turn pike or whatever I don't know <laughs> she found an old dildo tap, and tap that mouse for me real quick just just to tap no, oh no mind no mind no mind don't move I thought the thing was gonna pop back up flame for the time. flame That's he went from he went from fuck the white man to I'm gonna fuck a white man speaking of which hello Brigitte Nielsen <laughs> <laughs> all right well uh well shout out uh, to Flav and the, the white man he was going you didn't you didn't get, you didn't get that right? did you get that. Uh-uh. No, Bridget Nielsen, like Bridget Nielsen and the, the big tall one. Oh, yeah. Flavor Flav, yeah. you oh and Bridget Nielsen. God, that was a moment in time, wasn't it? It was. Did you see her in the new Creed 2 movie? Yeah, she was. Yeah, she, she was. was in I, I hated her in that one. I mean, no, 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 I'm glad she was there, but I hated that. I, oh, that fucking bitch. I wonder how much they gave her for that. Probably not a lot. <laughs> probably discount She probably did it for surgery. a couple hundred dollars. Probably so. Probably discount surgery. Damn, man. That shit, well, Flavor Flav, it was a moment in time where Flavor Flav... Took over the whole planet. It was. Flavor of Love was the hottest show on TV. And you, it was like you could not stop watching it. I, I remember I being a I freshman could. in high school talking about Flavor Flav every single week. Like, See, I see, I was one of the people, man, after the first season. Like, I I just couldn't, man. I watched a few episodes. I only seen the part. What was the one with the, the white The first was the best. New York's face. That was right. season Slap one. Slap me, bitch. Uh, Pumpkin. Yeah. Yep, yeah. yep, that was the first season. The, 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 the females was the only thing that made you watch the show. Right. But after, after that first season, I'm like, wait a minute, wait a minute. This ain't real. Because ain't no way all these bitches going to fight over this dude. Oh, yeah. No way. <laughs> no way. But, See, New, but New York loved that nigga, though. Yeah, I don't know New how. New York is fucking trash. I don't give a fuck. New, I this day, I don't give a New fuck. York loved his mom ass. too. How about that? Yeah, she on some other shit. Yeah. But she loved Ooh. some Flav, though. I, watched, I did watch her show, that the, I New Love York. New York. I oh, oh that shit was nuts. I, I, yeah, man. I, 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 got I, I was like, man, that's... Season that two was, uh, it was, uh, they were all, they were season all three was terrible. 
The yeah, season three was, was god awful. But they need to bring Flav back on TV. No, they don't. Oh, yeah. No, they don't. It's time for Flav to no, come back to TV. No, it ain't, man. 2020 no, needs Flavor Flav. No, it does not. No, Y'all remember not. they opened that Flav's Chicken and Ribs on 15 yeah. Mile? No, 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 no. They, they closed it down finally, right? Yeah, yeah they, 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 they closed. They, that wasn't even open a month, that was, was it? Grand opening? Grand closing. <laughs> I was there for the opening, too. Hey, they they opened up a new cage. They're, they're opening. They're, they're turning to a Cajun spot now, isn't it? Aren't they? Uh, no, I don't know what that is. It, it, it went from Flav's Chicken. Yeah. Then it turned into, uh, it was going to open up with something else, and then that never took off. Yeah, yeah. Then it opened up, it finally reopened up as a shawarma place, as like a, a building. Oh, yeah. Place. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's that. Okay. Then that only lasted for a couple of months, and now it's a place called Lefties, where they sell uh, subs and uh, shit like that. They're, pretty, they're not bad. Not bad. Okay, I mean, Flav's Chicken place is, That place is cursed. It seems like, it don't seem like nothing lasts over there. Right, right, right. Well, Let's get to Lonnie Love, man. So for those of y'all who are not familiar with Lonnie Love, she made the comments that black men have a problem with staying faithful um, as if white men or Mexican men or Hispanic or Indian or Arab men don't cheat. She says once black men get money, they feel as if they can treat black women any kind of way and cheat on them. And mind you, the niggas I know with no money have some of the most hoes. So I don't think money or race has anything to do with it. Um, Lonnie Love is not a great looking woman, if you ask me. And I'm I'm here and I'm thinking that, well, Lonnie, in her space and in her environment that she's in, uh, the men that she want probably don't want a woman that looks like her. And that's just probably what it is so what y'all think about that she says that black men have a problem staying faithful to black women do y'all have any input on that men have a problem staying faithful to women they ain't got nothing to do with black white i mean um, i just think people have a problem staying faithful to people it's not even it's not even a man or women black white rich or poor i agree women cheat men cheat all races cheat what i gotta say to lottie love about that bullshit is you gotta I know it's a, it's, a, it's the saying is a little dated, but it's it still holds true. There's levels to this shit. Yeah. I was gonna say she there's, she there's, stretched there's, out a yeah, little bit though. There's, I mean. there's levels to this shit. So as a man, black black white or whatever, once you reach a certain level, your 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 taste and your shit change. You know, I'm not a like they sit up here and they talk about you know oh well you think you're too good for. This type of pro- well, kind of am. <laughs> hey, you I, talk I, to I, me about being humble. I, I'm, I'm saying though, like <laughs> I'm not about to sit up here and I have all this to offer, and I'm about to sit up here and deal with somebody who has nothing to offer. Yeah, that's true. You know, but you that's still want to give me mouth. You still want to be. Yeah. You want. Yeah. You still want to do all that. I agree. But with But you that. have nothing else to bring to the table. Absolutely. Your legs. Absolutely. I'm sorry, honey. It, and no. you can get that anywhere. You can get that anywhere from a better looking chick. Exactly. With less mouth and less trouble. Yes. Yep. So is Precious dating right now? Uh, pa- yes. Then She's off the Lonnie market. Then love, Lonnie Love got no excuse. I mean, so, to a white man. To a white man, I think the and also she said it's the thing that goes back into slavery, and that really baffled me because you're dating a white man, so his ancestors would leave their white wives to go sleep with the black slaves and the black men, black men slaves sometimes. So Lonnie Love, what the fuck are you talking about when you're talking about that stems from slavery? 
she sounds like a complete idiot. And I just, I, that and, just and, threw and, me and, off. And, and furthermore, in slavery, hell, men, hell, we stayed with our bitches because that shit, we had no out. Right. We had no, we had no choice. That's really the only chick you had. Yeah. So if you want to talk about that, hell, we stayed with y'all back then. Right. So, I mean, and I just want to give a shout out to some of the couples in the spotlight. That's been together for years. Obviously, we don't know what goes on behind closed doors, but nonetheless, to the public eye, you are still together. Shout out to Denzel and his wife. Still together. Black love. Shout out to Courtney B. Vance and Angela Bassett. Shout out to... They still together? Yeah. Yeah, shout out to that. Well, yeah, they're both vampires, especially Angela. She's like 150 years old. Yeah. Don't age. Don't age. Worth shit. Right. Shout out to Ice Cube and his wife. Still together. Shout out to LL Cool J and his wife. Oh, LL oh, 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 Ice Cube. I'm surprised that. How the hell LL still married is beyond me. What's wrong with LL? No, I'm just, I'm just curious. What, what, no, what's there's it? nothing wrong with oh, him. Right. It's the point that I know he fucked. I know. <laughs> oh, he's been no like, like he been. Yeah. Oh, okay, I know where the hell he fucked to his wife. You can't tell me that. That nigga. You talking about getting pussy thrown at him? Man, please. What I, I don't know. I, what so was, wait, 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 wait. LL been married for almost thirty years. So you think and he ain't had another woman else? You, man, so, he been fucking all thirty years. <laughs> you can't tell me this nigga don't go on tour <laughs> and and man rack up the motherfucking mileage. You can't tell me that. You think the woman? You think his wife know what it is? Hell yeah. She got to, huh? Hell yeah. <laughs> Shout out to Bill and Camille. Who knew? <laughs> hey, Camille knew what it was. <laughs> That's why when all this shit came out, come here like, oh, shit, fuck it. It's out, but she wants some rides. They, you know, I heard something that uh, they were an arrangement. Uh, Bill and Camille, they was both fucking around, but they was together just for the power play. But when you Come have on. money like I that, I just need you to stay here and make sure I'm famous. No. Yeah. no, the thing was, you had to have an image. You know, he's he's black. And, and, and shout out to Bill for putting on that image. Yeah. He showed he showed the, 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 the image of a black sustainable couple. Mm. So you say ain't no way LL ain't fuck no other bitches, huh? Hell no. <laughs> Hell no. Uh, Hell no. I, you, uh-uh. No. Shout out to LeBron and his wife. Been uh, together since high school. Beautiful sister. Been together since high school. You ain't never heard you, you ain't never heard no stories about LeBron stepping out on his wife. You ain't never had no other bitch in the media that done came out and said I was fucking with LeBron. He ain't never heard none of that shit. He probably killing bitches after he talked with him. He might. I don't know. But no. um, Shit. So what what you talking about, Lonnie Love? Look at all these people I just named. That's together after years and years and years. So and they with black people, that, right? She, she stretched it out way too far. No, back. she's just bitter. Lonnie Love is no, yeah, absolutely. What I'm she's been mad. And, and you know what? And, and I'm and and, I'm not saying and, this as a bad thing to that woman because, I, but you you see in the in the media over the years, she's always getting fucked over. Every time you turn around, she dates somebody then they broke up. She right. dates somebody then they broke up. I don't know if it's her or if the people she dating. We'll never know. We ain't there. Look but, at Will and Jada still together. See, yeah, that's they quite, got to understand. That's question. They got to understand. Will and Jada got. I almost said questionable, but I like that. I like. I like that. What you said better. Yeah, they have. They have an understanding. They ain't faithful, but they they faithful to each other. If that, if that makes sense. They say they say Jada used to fuck around with the Rock back in the day. I believe it. I say she used to fuck with the Rock. I, I, I think she. I, I think, mean, I think she. Fucked I'm most surprised the Rock fuck with her sister. I'm not. Especially not Jada. 
I'm so, I, I mean, shit. Jada back, Jada back in the day was a bad bitch. I think. I think. Uh, I mean, yeah, now, I think her. I think nowadays, her and Tupac I'll, has I'll probably take a pass, but. I think her and Tupac then? had something going on. Well, they have, they, so, well Will admitted it. They, he was insecure about their relationship. Oh, they did? Yeah. I, didn't, I didn't see that part. Yeah. Oh, okay. Hell, if I'm Will, I'm this soft-ass nigga from Philly, this hard thug-ass nigga. Yeah, but yeah. Pac was like talking yeah. shit, like, you know, back when he's alive, you know, talking, like, you know, where, where, where are all the other brothers, you know, helping out, you know, and I don't see Will we Smith doing yeah, it. I don't yeah, see his punk ass that, doing it. Will ain't want that smoke with Pac. Not did. No, 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 he was too hot. He had death row on the side, yeah. and oh, no, he was Will just, he had to get in where he fit in. Yeah, not when it. That yeah. definitely wasn't it. Somebody caught Pac slipping and Will slid right on in. And yeah. um, I mean, you know, hey, it is what you it know, is. I think, but I, you know, I think what Jada ended up doing was going to Will because he was the opposite of Pac. Did she, you think she settled for Will or do you think she I, ended I, up loving Will? I think she eventually ended up loving him, but I honestly think that she went to Will because he was he gave her the exact opposite of Pac. Yep, she was, he was 100% safe. He was, yeah, he was safe. Mm-hmm. Will said something. I think you no, know, Pac was a thug. All this that Will is the farthest thing from a thug you ever see. All right, right. White you people know, he love him. You know, he yeah, can, he can was, almost play one on TV. Almost, but you know, nah, al- nah. almost, almost. If you put Will Smith in a heart in a role, he's supposed to be hard. You would never believe it. It'll never happen. What well, you know? What thing is, I'm, I'm, I like <coughs> Will, but in the last maybe ten years, I, okay, so what was it, um, since I Robot, right? Mm-hmm. I didn't mind iRobot because I like I like movies with robots and shit. Yeah. It ain't Terminator, but it's it's like my shit. But um. He plays the same character uh, on every movie. That Absolutely, I, yeah, no, no, no. He say that all the time. I, I, yeah, he, he doesn't don't change. He, he might, he might come off as a little bit different in the first, maybe in the first five minutes of the movie. But then he ends up being the same. He's, he's Will. always Will Smith. Oh, come on, man. He is all. Like I said, the only time. Come I, on, man. I wouldn't time, call him a method actor. And then the only time nah. I thought Will honestly kind of was not Will was in Concussion. That's oh, the only. On. That's the only one. Did, didn't he play? Didn't he play in? Uh, what about Hancock? He was Will Smith with superpowers. <laughs> right, right. He, he started. He started off a little bit like country. Like, what you want, yeah. boy? You yeah, want a cookie? He was, and then he started becoming more like Will. Like, yeah, he was hey, Will Smith. sometime you know, I landed here and 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 <laughs> I had powers and. I fly through the moon. Man, and y'all not gonna do Will like that. I'm gonna man. do Will like that. Will done gave us some classics, man. He did, he did. He's good. And I do classics. like, and I do like Hancock. I like the, I like that, I like that aspect of the superhero. Maybe it, it'd be a bomb he's to him. He's giving us some classics. He's giving us bullshit. What about Deadshot? The who? God. <laughs> who? Wait, who? <laughs> That's a role he should have turned down. Wait, wait, wait. He wasn't bad at, in a in a suicide was Will, squad. He was Will Smith oh, for, oh, um, he was Will Smith with guns. He wasn't bad in de- as Deadshot. He, he, he was Will Smith with guns. He wasn't bad. Yeah, yeah he was. Bad you know boys. What? You know what? I, he was Will Smith he as was, a cop. I, Stop it. No, no, Stop no, he, it. Listen. <laughs> he was Will Smith Stop as a cop. It. Listen, I, before I was old enough to make a decision on whether I liked Will Smith and Bad Boys one or not is, 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 is irrelevant. The point is that's his character in Bad Boys, so I accept it for what it was. But the next one, I, did, yeah, that's that, that one for that was for him. He needed that. What about what about After Earth? Uh, Will Smith <laughs> giving his son daddy issues. Yeah, <laughs> but he was still Will Smith. He Stop was it. he was like and, 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 you know, he no. was like Uncle Phil in the first season. I, I gotta uh, give, without the I gotta give Will a pass on After Earth because his son was so horrible. <laughs> just, Is his son gay or something like that? He, yeah, he, he's it, something. Or is he? Uh, 
Or is, or is he transsexual or is he a half alien? What the fuck is he? I don't about? think he none of that. It I just think he just on, on some, Yeah, I think he on some trying to, you know, sell records and be on that weirdo shit. But, but nah, he's on I got to give a shout out to Jaden too because he stayed donating water to Flint and all yeah, that type of yeah, shit. Yeah. So I can't shit on Jaden, man. Just like we can't shit on Tyler Perry for wearing a dress, but he put black people in the. I, in, in the yeah, man. I ain't going to shit. Like I said, I don't co sign it. I don't co sign it. don't shit on Jaden. I'll shit on Jaden. All right, <laughs> Jaden sucks. Now, as, as I like his music, as a as an artist, as an actor, I like his music. Oh my god, what the fuck is wrong? What he he got good music. I never heard as not a, one song. As an artist, one. Yeah, he got and good as music. an actor, that boy is horrible. As a person, as far as being humanitarian, he's taking after his father. Yeah, so enough. shout out for that. Like I say, I'm donating water. There's a lot of stupid. There's a lot of stupid consumers <coughs> who buy shitty music. So I guess that puts him and other shit. It. So he does a lot of shit. Uh, I just wear a dress to make him make these little. But yeah, come on, man. He was good in Karate Kid. I liked him in no. Karate Kid. He was good at Karate Kid. Jackie Chan was good at Karate Kid. Yeah. He was good at Karate Kid. Jackie Chan, Jackie Chan was definitely. They definitely should have did a sequel to Karate Kid. Yeah, yeah. Jackie Chan made that movie. I'm man, Jayden did good in Karate Kid. Man, I want to go home. Yeah, he wanted to go home. Shit, I hated him. He, he cried. He cried every fucking movie. You know what? I, I thought. You know, I thought it was kind of should have like got an older kid. But you know, I mean, if it, because Daniel Larusso from the first Crockett, he was a teenage boy. Um, Jaden like was Jaden was like ten years old. Like but he, I mean, kid, kid. He, was he was Will kid. Smith's kid, though. Yeah, yeah, he was. A I kid mean, I, I get it. You know, my daddy made my daddy put the money behind this movie. You gonna yeah. put me in it? Yeah, right, right. But absolutely. Damn, Shout I'm out to get, Will and Ice Cube for that. I'm only getting roles because my daddy put the money behind the movie to get Absolutely. Me White people do it all the time. Yeah, but at least they kids more than likely take off and do something else. Well, he has. Now, he, actually, he, hey. done, he got he done went platinum and actually, sold records and all actually, that shit. The white people don't even want their motherfucking parents' name. They always change their shit because they don't want to get their credit off of their parents' back. Now speaking of that, correct me if I'm wrong, but was Robert Downey Jr. It was his father an actor too? No. Or like a singer or some shit. No. no oh, okay. Okay. I know people. There were there were a couple. There were a couple of hippies. Uh, Morton Downey Jr. But no. There were a couple Morton of hippies. Uh, you know, growing yeah. up. Oh, okay. Morton okay. Downey Jr. was a whole other character, and there's no relationship. Dennis to Dennis Quaid, his son, plays in that 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 the the boys TV show, the superheroes gone bad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That, that, One of my favorite show. Who, you know, who's this kid? You. I, I don't know his name, but you know that scene where he's kissing his girlfriend and the girlfriend in a snap. Yeah, she explodes. blew up. Right. I, it was a horror. I, I was horrified. I that dude, that, so wait a minute, the that dude, boy, that's Dennis. That's Quaid's Dennis son. Quaid's kid. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. I else, can't uh, wait for season two. Clint Eastwood's Clint Eastwood's son. Uh, um, he played his son looks just like him. Yeah, he did, did, his son is the one. He's becoming an actor now. His son is actually the. What was that movie? Grand Torino. Yeah, he was. His a, son was the white boy. He was boy. a white boy. Yeah, he called him a spade. Oh. He's like, what are you, some super spade? Yeah, hey, these boys, these, he, what, what do you say? What, what do you, what do you say? Hey, like these spooks don't like yeah. you. Those spooks don't like you, and I don't blame them. You know, like, what you spooks doing? <laughs> that man, you might like, get out here, old man, before I let before Clint I sell you. was like, you know what? I'm old. I've been wanting to say this shit. For <laughs> I'm about to make this movie, and uh-huh. I can just go ham. And they was in Highland Park. Where the fuck they find that many Asian people? In Highland Park. Hey, there's a oh, lot of Hong. There's a lot of Hmong, you know, like in that yeah. area. Like I know. Is it? Yeah. They, 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 you know what? I knew. No one knew. My friends did not knew what Hmong was. That there was Mongolia. No, I grew up with these kids. You know, back in well, not grew up, but like back in like junior high. My best friend downstairs, he had cousins. They were just like those gangbangers, just like them. Blo- little blonde hair streak. I went to that apartment and a few doors down, they had fucking guns. Really? They had guns. They had rifles. They had like, the one was like, not an Uzi, but like, um, 
Tech Nine? Not Tech. No, I don't want to say Tech Nine. He's more like um, it's like a, like an MP5 or whatever. Okay. You know, and these guys, them two, they both the brothers. They both live together. They each got their own girlfriend. They got the little baby boy, or baby girl, and they got guns and they got stash, whatever. And like, hey, yo, hi, what what do you say? And he said, hi, this before the white boy sees. Oh, <laughs> like I'm like God. Wow. Damn, that's true. Well, uh, like that. yeah. to all my people in Highland Park, born and raised, y'all see a lot of Asian people because I don't, I, you know, I yes. spent a good part of my life in Highland Park. I didn't see a lot of Asian oh, people. They, got a, they have an Asian, uh, an Asian demographic in Highland Park. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Well, somebody point them out because I ain't. There's a lot of people between the Asian community. Yeah, they look Highland Park ain't like three blocks long. But <laughs> yeah, they look. They, other Asians, they, from from what they, what they told me, like my I got my coworkers from Oja, they told me a lot of Asians look down on us because like we don't belong to no country. I said, oh, so you guys are like Asian gypsies, right? So you guys have no like, like. Oh, well, they more so like black people. Yeah, but, <laughs> but like, they don't even have a home like they claim. Like that was like closest thing is Vietnam, you know, closest thing. Wow. But Hmong is like H M O N G, like that's how it's pronounced. Hmong, Hmong, no Mongolian, but Hmong. So mm. it's like. I don't know how to describe it though, but it's just like you know, they other Asians kind of look down on them, you know. Mm. So that's what that's I, I could be wrong. Maybe any of your listeners who are Hmong who know that maybe they'll correct me. So, did y'all hear that? Uh, did y'all hear that Joaquin Phoenix won a Golden Globe for Joker? Yeah, I saw it. I Was saw it deserved? It. Yes, I think yes. so. I have yes. yet to watch. I've seen the, whole the Joker. Thing. I've seen it twice. Um, his acting was phenomenal. Yeah, his acting was phenomenal. Joker uh, two coming the, soon. The movie it. itself uh, is not as good as everybody said it was, but his acting, his acting was definitely on point. I give it a, I give it a, a, a strong seven. I can go for that. I give, I give Joker a strong seven. Um, and that's just because his acting was just that good. That's a fair one. Because he literally had to carry the movie yes. on his acting skills. Yeah, there was no action. No, it really wasn't a big story. I mean, he literally had to carry that movie, and I'm assuming that has to be a lot of pressure. Um, but you know, I, I give it a strong seven. It's definitely got some eight. rewatchable qualities. They're going to be playing and actually on the ship that we're going on in February, so we'll be probably watching Joker under the stars. Um, <laughs> but yeah, shout out to Joaquin Phoenix. And I heard he has an Oscar nod for best actor. Uh, if he gets nominated, he deserves it. Um, I, I hope Adam Sandler gets nominated. For what? For Uncut Gems. Man, that nigga ain't getting nominated for no Uncut Gems. I hope he getting nominated, man. Man, hell no. He ain't getting nominated for that. I win, but I hope he nominated. He ain't finna get nominated for Uncut Gems, bro. I hope he do. It's not gonna happen. You know what movie I was really disappointed? I hope Will get nominated for Bad Boys 3. That's like that. Bad Boys 3, though, when I saw the scene, the little scene with the young kid, the young ones, it reminded me of like 21 Jump Street, you know? Like, I like 21 Jump Street. What, the movie? The movie one, the movie one, you know? Like, yeah, that shit was horrible. No, I, yeah, I, I, I thought it was both funny. Up, both I thought it was funny. 21 and 22 was hard to no, watch. It, no, it was, I, I looked at it for what it was, just a parody. I just, you know, that it was just fun, it was just goofy. <coughs> and the fact that they couldn't get Johnny Depp to come do a cameo was just... He, no, no, he, he did, did a, do he, a cameo. He, 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 in, uh, the first one he did. Yeah, the first one. Yeah, yeah. he played one of the biker guys, and uh, they, they kind of made fun of themselves. They made fun of, I always went undercover because I was ashamed of being myself. And which was a little knock on his actual character by playing different characters because mm-hmm. he doesn't know how to play himself because he's fucking boring inside, you know? What is that saying? Kendrick Martin Lawrence reacts to Kendrick Lamar walking out of interview over Martin. Mm. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm going to have to look into uh-oh, that later. Uh-oh. Shout out to Kendrick Lamar. But, um, yeah, I was just talking to 
speaking of, I know we all over the place this show, yeah. but it's all good. ADD do what the fuck we want to do. Um, but Gabe, since you are kind of like our Negro ghetto historian over here, um, <laughs> are you familiar with Martin getting banned from SNL in 1994? Um, NBC. Yeah. Well, he was banned from NBC. He was banned off NBC, and that was because uh, he dropped the f bomb somewhere. Well, I heard it was because of the monologue he watched. I mean, he did, and the monologue. Yeah. Um, some of y'all ain't washing your asses. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Some yeah. of the white women, or not white women, but some women. Period. Wasn't watching douching, and I, I thought that I never thought Martin was great on stand up. No, I mean, let me put you so crazy was funny. I will give him that. Yeah. You so crazy was funny. Even watching that as an adult, I don't. It it was funny. It is it, one of those things is dated though. It's one of those things that you had to watch it when Martin was funny because that's when most of his jokes was funny. So if you didn't get to see it when Martin was at the height of his com- comedic career, then no, it probably won't have the same effect. Run but, tell that I was like, uh, yeah, I, run, yeah. Run too, tell that was only funny because to me, I only, I liked it because it was a. Uh, it reminded me of the one Richard Pryor stand up where he made fun of himself as he set himself on fire and mm-hmm. all that other shit. And that, and that, that stand up there reminded me exactly, because that's exactly what he did, was made, made fun of himself with all the shit that he was doing and going through. So I enjoyed Run Tell That because it was like a, 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 a knock to Richard Pryor. To, you know, so I thought that was kind of cool. I can't think but of one joke he said. Man. I said, I yeah, must, I, I, must, I must have watched like four times. I can't think of one. I just, joke I don't, I don't, I love his movies. Love is love is. He's I love Martin the TV show. One of my favorite sitcoms I, of all time. Deny that. He's definitely better on TV than he I'm, on TV than he is in stand up. You know, he, he he's no Eddie. No, he's no Eddie. Did you yeah, see, it, you posted something about Eddie uh, a while ago that I, uh, he was. He said, uh, "Watching me do that, that the the gay thing." Oh they, yeah, they got Eddie. Ed, they got Eddie on this whole apology tour thing. Where he's apologizing for jokes that he did thirty fucking years ago, right, right. No, which no. is ridiculous. Did he actually say it like, happened. "Yo, I'm sorry"? Did he actually say? Yeah, or he did... said he goes back and look at them and said, "Ooh, I'm sorry for if I offended anyone." Like, really? Come on, man. What you know? What no? That's all. That's what's happening is Eddie's trying to get back in the in the good graces of NBC and uh, Saturday Night Live because after thirty years, you still get on the air and you drop the f bomb, man. Come on, Eddie. Come on, man. They they ain't had you on the show in thirty years. Yeah. Hey, but Eddie know. don't need SNL. No, he, well, now he kind of do. No, he don't. Eddie ain't did shit in a long time, man. But Eddie just I'm dropped saying, Eddie hot again because he just did that uh, that uh, Rudy Raymore movie. He's hot now. He got what you call it finna drop, mm-hmm. the Coming to America 2. That don't mean he's hot, though, man. Is that, that even out here? Is it, is it no, still no, out no. It's not out there. It's coming out this year. just as easily flop and kill his Oh, career. no, it's not going to flop. Oh, shit. It ain't going to flop. <laughs> Coming to America 2 is not going to fly. It's too many niggas not. in this I movie not. Put for, it not to, for it to fly. I, put I hope they're in the barbershop scene again. But maybe I like put money that Coming to America 2 is going to be one of the biggest pieces of bullshit. I hope not. To hit the is, is it going to flop, though? Yes. No way. Yes. Absolutely not. Yes. It's no way this movie can Two fly. Two weeks tops. It's no way coming to two America weeks, can fly. Two weeks what, what you think is gonna make his first you weekend? Know what? Let's let's Let call go. it now. What you think is gonna make his first weekend? It's no way coming to America to fly. Opening weekend, it'll probably do hundred million, maybe. That's not a flop, sir. I said maybe. <laughs> That's definitely not a flop. You know what a flop will be for coming to America? Twenty million, twenty-five million. That's a flop. Well, understand this, man. How many people do you think really gonna go see it? A lot of people going to go see it. It's damn near 40 years since the last movie came out. A, a lot of people going to go see it. That movie still holds a place in my heart. 
No, I love yeah, the first yeah, one. I know, yeah, yeah. The first couple to America is great. It's one of those movies, though. Why would I want to see? It, it, it's no room for it. It must a have been how I felt. Like I, used, I love Boondock Saints. I if, didn't care for number two. If they were going to do a sequel, I do agree. It should have been done maybe twenty years ago. For what? It had <laughs> the storyline left no room for a sequel. He, it, everything was wrapped up by the end. Okay, he oh, did his thing. The sequel. I mean, he that's the pretty Lisa. Bitch. She's that was American. It. She's American. She's living in uh, in uh, what, what's the country? Uh, Zamunda. Zamunda. Right next door to Wakanda. My, 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 my racist ass almost called it Wakanda. Wow. Yeah. Waka- I almost called it Wakanda yeah. too. Yeah, yeah. The, which they should have had. Uh, man, had they had Eddie made an appearance in, uh, in Black Panther as Prince uh, oh, Hakeem. That would be funny. That shit would have been hilarious. Lisa and Prince Hakeem, they're gonna have. Uh, they're gonna have a whole bunch of kids since the, in the world. How many years has it been since that movie came out? About thirty something years. Okay, so he probably gonna use his real life kids to represent all his kids, and maybe two or three of them gonna come to America to do the same with. His dad did. And see, that's gonna suck. No, that's gonna suck. If they do it that way, that's gonna suck. Mm. That's really. Gonna I just suck. feel like they cannot do this movie without Michael Blackson. But I think he is in a movie. You better, you better put Michael Blackson. They can't do this movie without Samuel L. Jackson. I'm Samuel sure L. Jackson got to come with that bitch and rob another McDonald's. <laughs> Know what the fuck he's, y'all want? He's still a crackhead at seventy. Right, right, that, right. That's gonna that be would, the funny part. That would be that. That's gonna be the funny part. Like he's still a crackhead robbing McDonald's. Hey, I don't want to get off too off topic. I, I don't. I mean. Is anybody is anybody like a fan or even kind like they kind of like Action Bronson a little bit? Oh, the rapper, the yeah. dude that sound like Ghostface. Yeah, yeah. Remember that almost got him touched by Ghostface almost. Yeah, no, um, don't like him. You don't like him? No. I used. To, I mean, I, I liked Not him. I liked him because I I was surprised that he was Albanian, so I'm like, okay, let me give this guy a check out. But now it's kind of winded out. But he did a video. Baby Blue uh, with uh, Chance the Rapper. They did it almost scene for scene, just like um, Coming to America. Well, Orlando Brown got a song called Coming to America. I'm recommending everybody check out. It's, it's fire. Orlando Brown. Is that the guy from That's So Raven? Yeah, yeah. He yeah, he was on Dr. Phil. <laughs> he, he was on Dr. Phil. Y'all got to check out that episode of Orlando why? Brown. Why was he on Dr. Phil? Why? Oh, man, you got to see the interview. Okay, crazy. I'm, I'm it's some crazy it. shit. I'm going to try to use it as a sound bite in the show one day. But... uh. Yeah, man. Shout out to Orlando Brown. But I'm I'm calling hundred. I'm calling a hundred million. It's it's gonna do. No, I ain't gonna say a hundred million. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say it's gonna do eighty million this first weekend. I'm gonna say eighty million. That's being generous. I, I, I I'm gonna say eighty. I ain't gonna say a hundred million. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say coming to America gonna do eighty million this first weekend. The only way that movie's gonna do that much, he's he gonna have to put some real stake behind this movie. Yeah, he gonna do it. Like, it's gonna have to be committed. You, know, you see the way they promoting bad boys right now? <coughs> oh, oh, when coming to America drop, Eddie finna go on tour tour. Well, he got my vote after after him uh, clowning Bill Cosby on uh, SNL. So he got yeah, my talking vote. about if you would have told me thirty years ago that <laughs> Bill would be in jail and I'm here, so I wouldn't have believed that one. <laughs> Shout out to Eddie Murphy, man. man. Um, but yeah, if you do your stand up comedy, man, don't be afraid to to go for whoever you need to go after, man. Don't let nobody bully you into you, not being you. You still is, a comedian. Which is why I'm glad I'm glad he did that because man, I did not know. I mean, I knew Bill Cosby was an asshole toward him, but I didn't know he was that big of an asshole to Eddie Murphy. Yeah. Like he, Bill, you was cannot a, I, say fuck. Yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah. My child came home the other day. <laughs> I think he was jealous of him. And I called Richard Pryor. Tell that motherfucker to have a coke and smile. Shut the fuck up. Now, if you're going to put a pill in the bitch's coke, you got to do it 
with finesse, okay? Hey, you wait like oh. five minutes and you wait five minutes and she go, oh. <laughs> now when the bitch starts saying she's getting sleepy, hey, oh. then you go in for call, the kill. Hey, hold on, hold on. Uh, let me call back. You do, five, top five comedians. I want to say Godfrey because he makes the best. He makes the funniest oh. Bill Cosby ju- impression I've ever heard in my life. Dude, you got to hear his Steve Harvey. You got to hear his Steve Harvey and Richard Pryor. Like he sounds Gilbert, so much. Gilbert Godfrey? No, no, no. no Godfrey. No, Godfrey. Godfrey. The African guy. Godfrey. No, no, no. Just Godfrey. Just Godfrey. He played the African in Soul Plane. Oh, I know uh, that guy. Yeah, he played. A lot of people think I'm that. They don't know I'm Nigerian. I thought you were just regular black. And like, no, I'm Nigerian. Do you listen to his podcast? No, no I, I listened to him while he was a guest on the podcast. He got his own podcast called "In Godfrey We Trust." It's funny. Yeah, as I heard of it. I just, I mean, I, you know what? You know what? Now, now that I'm not working, uh, that uh, no Wi-Fi, I can just listen to whatever I want to. But he's on. Yeah. He was on Dante's podcast. He was on um, yeah. Race Wars, and but he was on Race Wars like four times, and each time he did the he did the funniest uh, God, God, God uh, Cosby impression. He even he even does a very good Jason Statham impression too. He's do his prior impression is scary good. Like he I'm even does Pryor's white man impression. Like that's crazy. It's, it sounded like Richard Pryor entered his body oh, and just started like, talking. It sounded like Richard, uh, Jason Statham. I thought you were fucking around the library, all right? <laughs> you kind of sound like Jason a little bit. I, I, I'm going to find, I'm gonna, I'm gonna find it on YouTube. You know, he, he has he has Jason Statham right next to him and on the Jimmy and uh, Sam show. Mm-hmm. And he's doing, the, uh, he's doing Jason Statham impression of him right in front of him. And Jason was like clapping his hands hard like a, like a retarded seal, you know? That's crazy. <laughs> That's crazy. Well, let's get I into like the main topic. Too, about, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, Aries, 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 yeah. I feel Aries sorry Spears. for him sometimes. Well, he, he got his Aries Spears just been in the wrong. He's just been yeah, in the wrong places at the wrong time. Who man. did he get hit? Who, who What show Oh, was that, that was on Corey Holcomb's show where Zoe Williams uh, was pretty much beat him up. What? For, yeah, yeah. I saw. I, oh, my God. What the fuck for? Because Aries was drunk. Oh, yeah. And he kept popping off at the mouth. And Zoe was like sitting where I'm sitting, sitting where you sitting. And Aries was like, Well, yeah, I, I'm so I'm drunk and I can still beat your ass. So Joe just Zoe just got it was like bop, 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 bop. Who, who, who is Zoe again? I mean, what like what is he was he in the famous? He's world? like a he's a he's a radio personality on YouTube and uh, oh. you know, he's been doing like LA radio for a long time. And oh, okay. He was like a executive record. I hear the name stuff. a lot. I just don't know, like, you know, I'm thinking He's cool. He got a show called The Voice of Reason in uh Mansion. So Zoe William is cool. Are they still beefing? Uh, him and Aries? Uh probably, cause Corey Holcomb <laughs> diss him all the time. So, uh, what about so what about he him? Diss, and, he diss Aries. Yeah, Aries and Aries and Corey are they like are they cool too? No, they are not cool. He, oh, no, he diss Corey Holcomb diss Aries Spears a lot, and uh, it is what it is. I mean, it's a, he's one of the comments you kind of feel sorry for, almost you know. Yeah, man, cause Aries, he I seen him on Def Jam and it showed him when he was sixteen, man, and Aries he should have been it. Yeah, he should have been it. Yeah. He just man. Yeah. He's like one of the most talented dudes to never really make it. Yeah, uh, man, that's like he crazy. Never, he never got that that Mad big TV, break. Man, it was like they don't do Mad TV no more. Yeah, they, like, they don't. Know. He never got that break. Had that. he went, on, had he been on SNL, man, he probably would have been a star. Yeah, yeah, he went to the wrong show. Yeah, no, SNL, probably just one night. Matt TV was like a like was like a clap back to to SNL. Like you know, oh, we ain't good enough for you. Okay, we're about to do our own thing. Yeah, man, I enjoy Mad TV though. Oh yeah, Mad TV used to come what? on on Friday nights at like eleven o'clock. When well, I was you know, the, young, the, young. Dude, what you did know, Mama the, say the books, about? The books used to sell back in the day. The Mad Books. I didn't now, know. Now, what are the Mad TV books. books based on? The Bad Mad TV books were basically like Playboy now Playboy books, but with comedy, all comedy. Oh, okay. That's yeah, maybe they, maybe they, a like, t- maybe a tit or two, but more like comedy. It was like dirt. Like they had sections for like dirty bar jokes. Uh, 
They had like different um, sections with skits and stuff like. Yeah, Fox was, wasn't really all. Fox was, was not really all about you know like wholesome like yeah, NBC the Mad, was. So you know they they picked know. it up real quick. Yeah, the Mad Mag, Mad Magazine was just was was. Well, was it was going was way before even the yeah, TV show. Yeah, you know, way they, before they it, and it was great. It, it did a lot. Hey, the funniest Mad TV uh, skit with Ari Spears and it was with him and DMX. His, yeah. his, his, his you see that is hey yo, you gotta tell it like this. You gotta tell the girl, say yo, you my world all the time, all day, <laughs> every day. Ow, ow. Yeah. Damn, you good, man. Yeah, that hey, was pretty know, good. I, I'm a pretty good one. That hey, was any good. impression you want me to do, you just yeah, yeah, let me let me know two days ahead, two hours ahead of time. I'll do it. That was, pretty, that was a pretty good one, man. You, you hey, that's what I do, baby. Why yo, motherfucker? Yeah, man, you almost started black. Hey, you got a prank phone call. Yeah, that was pretty good. Yo, that's my that's my man. That's my man's in there. <laughs> <laughs> hey, yo, Ox, you killed this motherfucker on the corner. Right, I'm alright. Yeah, I'm yeah, yeah, I gotta yeah. slow down. I gotta yeah, slow yeah, down. You go, you go well, I'm watching Belly way too much. Yeah, man. yeah, really. We I saw my soul the devil. Price is cheap. Yo, it's cold on this level. Yeah, man. That's scary to you, huh? That's pretty good. That's it. That's damn good. That's a bit right there. Um, but let's get into the main topic, man. Uh the that main be topic on YouTube, by the way. Yeah, oh yeah, it's gonna be on YouTube. <laughs> but yeah, man, the main topic is uh are people that are well off, are the, are you obligated as a human right to help people who are not so well off? No. Um I'm I'm gonna start with Frank. Frank, what do you think? Are you well? If you you know you doing well, you ain't got to be rich. You ain't got to be no millionaire. But do let's scenario, just do the scenario. Yeah, let's just say like a you reason, know a reasonable scenario. I'll give you a scenario. Let's just say you know you make. Let's say you make about I don't know. You make about a hundred thousand a year. You know you ain't rich, but you're middle class. Yeah. You don't worked hard. You don't bust your ass to get where you are. You know you living good. You don't brag. You don't boast. But people know you living good. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? The so average, the average Albanian, you know, who who makes who makes my painting company and shit like that. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. Whatever you want. That's, that's what that's how I know from. So you 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 know, are you obligated to help those? Let's just say you got a cousin. Let's say your cousin name is I don't know Jeff. Let's <laughs> say you got a cousin named Jeff, and your cousin Jeff, he want to borrow. Let's say he need two hundred dollars or something like that, because his alternator on his car went out. You know what I'm saying? You don't never hear from Jeff. No other time. You know what I'm saying? You and Jeff, y'all was, you know, that's family, but you ain't close with him. And he say, cousin, you know, my alternator went out on my car and I got kids and, you know, I need to go to work. Can a player get $200 a ball for you? Are you obligated to do that? And are you going to do that? Well, you know, I'm, you know, to quote the Godfather. Bona said, I want to say, you come to me with two hundred dollars. I'm fucking with you. Uh, <laughs> you know, I'm Godfather to your sons. To, to, um, you know what? Am I obligated? I think I would. I think I would be, be being from that type of type of culture that that we do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would be obligated. I would feel obligated without <clears throat> the arm twist to help this guy out. Why? And why is that? Why would you feel obligated to do so? Because. Um, it's um, it, 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 some of the things I carry. Some of the things I carry from how I grew up and culture-wise, is we always try to help each other as much as we can, and and uh, without the guy, without saying, "Yo, I helped him. I helped him because of this." That. You know, I'm not bragging about it, but I would feel obligated because that's it's like I had the mentality we all we got. You know? Okay, but it's um, 
I have to look at the person's character, of course. It's my cousin, because I have a lot of cousins who, uh, you know, I don't really care for, but then they're not bad people. But I'm, the scenario goes, if he ain't, if he ain't like, you know, I don't want to say he ain't shit, though, but if he's like, I don't know him that well, but do I feel obligated? I might let him know that I'll do this favor for you if I can. But uh, just remember, like, you know, we don't, we don't have, we're not that close, you know, even as cousins. But if you want this to create the bond, you know, uh, closest, all right, I'm going to come to you for a favor. Maybe like, you know, like not crazy, you know, but if I like you, if I think, if I think you're a good person, even if I don't know you that well, I might feel obligated to help you without the arm twist. Okay, Gabe. Yes, sir. You're doing well. He's Googling the answer right now. $100,000. Make $100,000 a year. You don't brag about it. You don't boast about it, but people know you're doing well. You go on trips around the world and all that type of shit. Mm-hmm. You're doing all right. You got a cousin. Let's just say your cousin name is uh, Renee. You got a cousin named Renee. She on her 11th child. Hold on. I looked at that bag and I thought it said plantation chips for a second. I'm about to say, what the <laughs> fuck? Right, 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 right. Plantain <laughs> chips. Shout out to plantain <laughs> chips. Plantains, okay. It was close, though. Yeah, close enough. You got a cousin named Renee. She on her her tenth kid called you up. You don't really fuck with Renee like that, but Renee cool people. But she don't really call you to see how you're doing. You know what I'm saying? You don't really see her that much. You see her maybe once every couple of years or something like that. And she calls you up and says, "Hey cousin, I know you're doing good over there. I got ten kids and I'm having my eleventh, but I don't want to have it. I need money for this uh, procedure, if you will." <laughs> um. And, I, and the procedure is going to cost $400. Are you going <laughs> to give her the paper? Or are you not going to give her the paper? Are you obligated? Because you can do it, and it won't hurt you to do it. You ain't going to miss the money. It ain't going nowhere. It won't hurt you in no type of way. It won't even put a dent in your finances. Okay. You got it. You won't even miss it. Is that what Renee says? Right. That was, that was no, she ain't gonna, right Renee ain't going <laughs> to say this. But they know it. They know it. You know it. What's known don't need to be said. Okay. So would you give her the money? Uh, no. No? Why Why not? No. Why not? Even if it's not going to hurt you, why not? <coughs> because. It ain't we all we got when it comes to you. You gave him a better no, scenario. No, here, here's the thing. Here's the thing. You already got 10 kids. Now, I don't know if you would. Uh, is she with the baby daddies or any of these kids? It don't matter. Probably not. Probably not. Let's okay. just say she's not. She wouldn't be so asking you, you for two hundred dollars, four hundred dollars. Right. You, so you know. if you got ten kids, goddamn, you got ten kids. <laughs> I can't even count that. And you working on your eleventh with another deadbeat. Clearly, it's another deadbeat because you trying to get rid of it. Right. You want me to bail you out? Yeah, I got a hard problem with that because uh, you should have either. Ate What's the issue? What's the problem? You should have kept your fucking legs closed, or picked a better nigga to have the fuck. Okay. To have a baby by. Okay. However. That being said, um, no, nah, I wouldn't give a shit. I'm like, hey, you, you. Even if you won't miss it, even if you got it and you won't miss it, you won't even know it's gone because you doing you doing all right for yourself. You're well off. She ain't. You know what? This is this is what I would do. I would tell her to bring me. To, I tell her to set the appointment. Bring me the proof she set the appointment. I would take her to the appointment and pay the money myself. I wouldn't put the $400 in her hand. Okay. Okay. 
I can respect you, that. You, I respect you, both of y'all answers. You're using two uh, valuable assets, <laughs> time and your money. Yeah. And you know what? That's when you live in the truth that way. That's how you know that she can't play you, you know? Yeah. Because she has to be able to, she if she's too blind or arrogant to see that you're reluctant to help her, but you'll do it as long as she's telling the truth, she has no choice but to go along with it. Yeah. Now, if she bails out, like, ah, bitch, I caught you. Mm. Yeah, so... Yeah, what was my cousin's situation again? He wasn't a crackhead, was he? he no, 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 no. No, he was just, just you know, I, I don't the know alternator him. went out. Yeah, right, right. He got the kids. So. Oh, okay, okay. So if I was in a similar situation, I'm going to just say straight up say no. I, even if I was a millionaire, even if I was living and I won't miss it, I don't care. I'm not going to give it to you because I've had an epiphany. And I'm going back from from my past and everything like that. Nobody... Gave me nothing. And you can only come to your own conclusions from your own experiences. True that. Nobody gave me nothing. Not nothing. I bought my first car. And I'm not hating on nobody that's had, had things handed to them. That's great. But I'm just going on my personal experience. I bought my first car. I worked at Burger King. Slaved. Slaved at Burger King for my first car, which was a 1984 Century Buick. Shout out. Yeah. That's what's up. Bought it for... $400 for, I was like 17 off my ex-girlfriend's boyfriend at the time. <laughs> bought it for $400. My next car, I bought for $200. It was a 2002 Ford Taurus. No, no, not Taurus. It was a Ford, uh, shit, what was the little Ford? I can't Escort? think of Escort. It was an Escort. Ford Escort. I love that car. I love, I truly, truly love that car. And had it not been for uh, one of the, the the ratchets of my past, I would still have it. But that's a, near, neither here nor there. But <laughs> we got to go back to that one of these days. Right, right, right. <laughs> but anyway, I've worked for everything I've I I got, and I don't have much. But I've worked for it. Nobody handed me nothing. I can count on one hand, even as a child, that I've asked my dad for stuff. That I've asked my mother for stuff, you know what I'm saying? Of course, the things they supposed to do for you as parents, yeah. But I'm talking about as an adult, you know what I'm saying? But I will say this: I don't believe in giving other grown people stuff, but I do believe in letting them work for it. If you want some money from me, you have to work for it. I always need things done. So if you want some paper from me, because nine times out of ten, if you're asking me for it, you're probably not going to give it back. Let's just keep it real. In most cases, you know what I'm saying? Okay. If you're asking for it, you're probably not in a position to get it back. So that's fine. But I'm, I'm okay. I can sleep better at night if you work for me, you do something I need done because there's a lot of shit that I need done. So I will feel better at night versus just giving it to you or letting you borrow it because nine times out of ten, it's not going to come back. Yep. Right, that's yeah. pretty much how I feel. Like that's, that's why I get embarrassed to ask anyone for a favor, like, like especially when it comes to money or this and that. Because right. right away, I'm already planning on how I'm going to, like, if I need to borrow something from you, whatever, and I have, no, I, I, you know what? The decision is made. I'm going to ask CJ first thing tomorrow. I've already prepared. I'm, I'm going to lose sleep trying to figure out how I'm going to repay the favor back. 
Because I can't, I can't sleep good at night knowing that you, I took something from you. And there's some, there's one fa- two family members. Like I owe my uncle for letting me stay in his apartment at the time. You know when uh, me and my family was kind of like just at odds with each other. You know before I moved back and moved out again. You know. Right. Yeah. And and don't get it twisted. I borrow money from yeah. friends and everything like that, but I paid them back. Immediately, my my fear would be I, I would be afraid if I couldn't be able to pay him back. That, that, that's, oh that's, no, that's, I wouldn't even that borrow. That scares me. So I, I can't. I, I wouldn't even borrow if I knew I couldn't pay. Yeah, you don't borrow if you can't. Exactly. You don't that's have that's, that's back. you know that's where that that's where my humbleness. But comes I've lo- I've loaned out money and I've never gotten it back. And it's I'm not gonna hound somebody for it. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Because if you can still see me and you on social media and all that kind of stuff, and yeah. you can ask me for money and I give it to you and you don't give it back, you know what I'm saying? Like. That's fine. I'm not going to hound you for it. I'm going to get blessed anyway. I'm saying, I'm but I, from, from now on, if, if anybody, if you want some money from me, if you're thinking about asking CJ Kyle's, hey, can I get such and such to this day? No, 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 no. It don't work like that no more. <laughs> you got to do something for me. You have to do something for me. It's a lot of stuff I need done. Rather it's coming out with me, passing out some flyers, or or, or you sharing uh, the social media, or you pumping some shit. I don't just give shit away for free no more. And I feel like that's how a lot of other people should conduct themselves. Which leads me to my next question: Do us as a black pe- as black people? Because now I'm specifically talking to us. Do we glorify the struggle? What do you mean? Do we try to romanticize the struggle? You know, people make music and songs like Struggle Love or we constantly big up, man, we in the struggle or, you know, we struggling. Ghetto love, struggle love and all that type of shit. Do us as a people, do we glorify the struggle too much? Um, We glorify certain parts of the struggle to me, mm-hmm. uh, which is why I have such a big problem with modern day rap music mm-hmm. and this so-called trap music and all of this, whatever the fuck they call this music now, whatever the hell, rap. that bullshit, all that bullshit. I have a, I have a huge problem with it because Our all generation it come from drug dealing. They talk about drug taking. Drug yeah. Taking. Right. Like they, this, like they're, they're glorifying those aspects of the struggle. And it's like, dude, when we made, when rap music was made, it was made to help try to get people out of that. And y'all rapping to get people into that. Yep. That's a big fucking problem for me. Yep. Yep. And not all. Not all rappers doing that. No, not all. Of course. But the fact that majority when we think of mumble it. rap, we think of that, the first thing that comes to mind is drug taking. Like that seems to be overtaking the, our senses more than, you know, real shit. Yeah, everything is about getting high now. Everything's yeah. about, oh, I'm gonna get high, I'm gonna get this, I'm gonna do that. You know. And that's not by accident. I think it's to keep people in a certain position uh, from the powers that be. But I really do think us as a people... Keeping them humble. Right. The the, the evil version of that. Exactly. Uh, I think us as a people, we not all, of course not all, but a lot of us glorify being in the struggle. I don't like struggling. Never have. And I've struggled. I don't like it. I don't want to write about it. I don't want to pump it. I don't even want that type of energy around. I've had days where I didn't know how I was going to pay my rent. I've had days to where I didn't know how I was going to get to work. I don't like that feeling. I don't post shit like, man, in the struggle, another day in the struggle. I'm trying to figure out how to get the hell up out the struggle. But see, those people who posting those posts about another day in the struggle, they doing that shit being asinine. Like, they not really struggling. They just talking shit about struggling. and but Attention-seeking. 
Yeah. Like, like people all, who are really struggling, they they they're too embarrassed to probably yeah, about it. Like people like people who are really struggling, like motherfuckers who, like you said, they they three days from their lights getting cut off because yeah they they couldn't pay the whole bill last month, shit like that. Then the people that are struggling, right? You got people that's you know you got a steady job, you doing okay, but you talking about oh I'm in the struggle and I'm struggling. No motherfucker, you ain't struggling. But that's because that's the 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 end term to use now. Right. That's what people. That's what they say. You know. Like when, like when the whole workflow thing came, it was the thing. Everybody, workflow this, workflow that. Now it's I'm in the struggle. So I'd rather just, struggle. I'd just, rather struggle just like try to you know get slim. I'd rather struggle to uh, to develop like a talent yeah. better. And, and you know what? That, that and, but they're they're all they're all kinds of struggles. Like I said, right. these people want to sit up here and promote the worst ones though. Like they want to promote right. this bullshit, or like I said, they want to they they want to make light of the word struggle. Like the word struggle, they they're trying to. Desensitize us to the word of struggling because the, the struggle is when you hear struggle, you think of hardships, you think of turmoil, you think of things that are not conducive to a good time. Right. But now, when you turn into a hashtag or you turn into uh, just a, another quote unquote saying that people just throw around, now it's like, oh, it doesn't mean as much. Yeah, so hashtag struggle. Like, you're like, oh, people are like, oh, yeah, me, same here. I'm doing like, Okay, now we all no. struggle together. Now how are we going to get up out of it? Now, let me ask this. Is a lot of the struggling due to our own doing? Are we are we careless? Now, sometimes are we we sometimes we can't be put in the position, and anything can happen to anybody at any moment. You could yeah. wake up tomorrow and be stricken with some kind of disease and not be able to do shit for yourself tomorrow. But I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about people who are conscious and can get up every single day and make something of themselves. And they don't. Is it a problem? And this now this part don't apply to just black people. I'm talking about everybody now. Is it a lot of people? Like I don't understand because a lot of people. I remember back when I was in like my first year of college, I had my own apartment and everything. And I used to try to go down to the uh, to the Department of Human Services to try to get food stamps. And I'm working two jobs and going to school. This lady laughed at my ass because she said I made too much. I was working at motherfucking Burger King and Sam's Club and I can't get food. She said I would get five dollars a month. <laughs> I said I wanted to be like, bitch. I'm going to school. I'm trying to become a productive citizen. I'm not out here robbing niggas. I'm, I ain't selling drugs. You know what I'm saying? And you got niggas, and I ain't hating on the lifestyle, but you got people that's doing shit that's not cool and I'm and living great. But they're, but they're also not working. <laughs> and that's the problem. Food stamps, public for, uh, government assistance and stuff like that goes to those who don't have. You have. Now, granted, you have bills and other shit that's that's going on, but you have. Right. There are people who have no job. Right. You know, who have no way of getting income. So, yeah, those those are going to be the people that's getting two, $300 a month at food stamps. So, they got a kid. But at, at what you point? You no kid to feed. It's just you. But at what point, though? But see, how is that, how is that fair? And, and and that's where the debate comes in. How is that fair to somebody that's 18, 19 years old, that's on their own, that's working, that's barely making it, struggling, but trying to get up out the struggle versus somebody who's abusing the system, you know what I'm saying, who's abusing the system. And, well, what would you rather do? What would you rather do? Would you rather get free food stamps and be looking around for that shit every month, once a month, or would you rather... Have a paycheck come in to where you could possibly work overtime, 
make some more money to get yourself the little extra eyes and ears that you need. Oh, of course. Well, I'd rather be in that position. Okay. So, and that's that's what they're that's what they're saying as a government. Like, hey, you have a job. You have a way to possibly make more money if need be, or you have a way. At least you're making something. This person over here, according to our books, we can't say what they're doing because we don't know. But according to our books, they have nothing. They have no job. They have no real skill set. They're not doing anything. They got a kid or or two or whatever. They need our help more than you. So do you feel like people who do get assistance from um, the government, do you feel like they should be drug tested? Absolutely. They should be drug tested. I think that, um, like, Michigan works right now. Like, a lot of these counties, like, uh, shout out to Macomb County um, and Oakland County um, because they are really on top of people's heads for going to these programs. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> So shout out to those counties and every other county that follows suit out there. That's how it should be. If you don't get this government assistance, you're not going to just sit on your ass every month and wait for a check to come or your, your, or money to get loaded on your little uh, EBT bridge card or whatever. No, you're going to do something with your time. Okay. You want Your problem, your thing should be to want to get off of this shit. So here, mm-hmm. we got these programs. You can come up here. You can fill out applications. We can help you with job searches. We can help you with... Uh, Getting certified in some kind of with some kind of trade, whether it be a CNA or some kind of uh, medical trade or some kind of journeyman trade, as far as welding or electrical work. If you're a guy, like they have all these programs available for people to take advantage of that people just don't take advantage of yeah. because they're so comfortable just sitting down getting these getting these EBT cards and shit like that and thinking that that's cool. Oh, I'm, I would get three hundred dollars a month. I sell half of them, use half of. You know, they're they so busy trying to get something for nothing mm-hmm. that they don't realize that the real something for nothing is right down there in Michigan Works that can help you better yourself and make yourself marketable right. to actually be able to, the little $100 you're going to make off them $200 of food stamps you're going to sell, you can make that damn near in the day if you get a fucking job. And, bro, it's jobs everywhere. everywhere. Like, my girl just told me uh, Wendy's is hiring, paying niggas $11 an hour. Dude. $11 an hour. Burger but- King is hiring at 15 that's crazy. $15. And I ain't no hater. McDonald's. 13 uh, to 15, McDonald's right now, 13 to $15 an hour with tuition reimbursement. Oh, my God. Benefits and all kinds of shit. And this is fucking McDonald's. Yeah. There was a time when you would laugh at a motherfucker for working at McDonald's. Oh, nigga, you flip burgers. And niggas coming and up. now, niggas using McDonald's as a motherfucker come up right now. And first off, I would never laugh at a motherfucker who working at anywhere. No, I Because they, they could be... Shooting, robbing, killing, not doing shit. I don't give a fuck if you a janitor. I don't give a fuck if you wipe tables, if you do garbage. But if right, you, all right. right. What these jobs right now don't do, like McDonald's right now, man, is more 30 and thirty year old and up working at these jobs now. Right. These are no longer jobs now. These motherfuckers are using these jobs damn near as careers. Yeah. You know what that, I'm saying? That makes me, like, in a, in a, like you, the way you paint it, though, like, Trying to ease, like, okay, there's nothing embarrassing about it. But that shit scares me, like, to, to me, for me. I don't know why. Like, because I think, I, I think, I'm, I'm looking at my future. I'm thinking I would be embarrassed to work at McDonald's at my age now. I'd be, I, I would feel it, but, you know, like, if I, if I wasn't feeling embarrassed, I would come to YouTube and say, okay, ease me, because I have to do this, ease me through it, ease me through it, try it. Dude, give me 15 the- bucks an hour. Right, right. Shit. Like I said, if you want, <laughs> if you want to take your ass back to school, they're going to pay you for yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're yeah. going to give your tuition back. Yeah, yeah. You get benefits. Nigga, it's I don't get benefits at my job. Mm. 
<laughs> so, so t- look, you get shit. benefits, you get tuition reimbursements, you getting a decent hourly wage, uh, uh, and it's legal, and it's all you legal. ain't got to worry about going to jail. A job is a and job. there's room for advancement mm-hmm. to, to like, any to any. Like you starting off at fifteen, and that's just working the cashier or or, or, or changing fries and shit. Right, so right. that means that there's room to become a supervisor, yeah, uh, assistant manager, a store manager. Area manager, regional manager. Like, dude, it's room for in, for advancement. Mm-hmm. Never, to anybody that's watching this or listening to this, never be scared to work at any place that's giving you a decent wage and that's giving you, you know what I'm saying? I don't give a fuck if it's McDonald's. Do what the fuck you got to do. My problem is I'm not trying to punch a motherfucker's clock for 40 years, though. That's what I, and that's why I'm trying to build this shit here so I can do some shit for the rest of my life that I love to do and I'm doing it for me versus just going to work every single day. And don't get me wrong, I got a nice job, I'm living pretty cool, but that's not what I want to do for the rest of my life. I, if if I'm spending, because I could work a gang of overtime, but I decide I'm not going to work a lot of overtime. I get four days off a week. I need to figure out in them four days what the fuck I got to do to get this shit popping to the point to where I'm eating off this shit only to the point where the people that I fuck with is eating off this shit only to where they can go and branch off of this shit. Because I was watching Kevin Hart's documentary on Netflix. That shit motivated me. Kevin done put all his niggas in the position to where they eating and eating good Ain't nobody, he said everybody, they went to this, uh, to this, uh, Gucci store in, uh, Paris or some shit like that. And they got somebody cheap on the team or whatever. And he was like, let's all get Gucci shirts. It's Gucci night. Gucci shirts, $500, something like that. He's like, man, I don't know. He said, look here. He said, I'll pay you too good for you to even think like that. And this is why I always respect Kevin Hart's character, regardless of what people say about his comedy. I respect his character and his hustle. Because he don't have to do that for niggas. He don't have to do that for nobody. But his blessings going to continue to come because he got... But them niggas work for him too, though. He put them in a position to where they can get their own shit. You don't got to keep working for me. One of the niggas who was homeless got his own show on Comedy Central now. Just put niggas in a, his, his trainer, his own business. Like, I ain't mad. That's the shit I'm trying to be on. Get this shit built. I was trying to figure out how the fuck can I take my next four days off that I get every week unless I want to get some extra OT in, how to build this shit, how to promote this shit. How am I going to get this shit to the point to where I'm making $1,000 a month off this shit and my rent is paid off this shit only? You know what I'm saying? I'm trying to figure out how to get to the millions. Fuck that. I'm shooting for the stars, but I feel like we don't want to punch nobody's clock for, for 40 fucking years. Absolutely. Start your own business. Do something. I don't care what it is. Not everybody is not going to be a business owner. That's just what it is. You know what I'm saying? It has to be balanced, but fuck that. Fuck working for a nigga for, for 40 fucking years. Uh-uh. I ain't about that. Dude, I saw I saw this motherfucking meme uh, recently, man, that put a lot of shit in perspective for me. Because I'm like, I've been dragging my feet doing my clothing line thing. Because I'm like, man, like every time I look around, somebody else is is doing something like that. I'm like, mm-hmm. damn. I'm like, so where is, is there really room for this it, for me? You know, so I kind of been dragging my feet about it. I'm like, uh, maybe I, maybe this ain't for me. Maybe I should rethink this. But I saw this meme recently, man, that put that shit in perspective for me. And this meme said this. It says, whenever you think that your idea is being done too much or there's too many people doing what, you, what you're doing, go to any grocery store and look at the bread aisle. 
Yep. I seen that. Because you got different you, you got different that, types of everything. That shit, dude, when I when I when I saw it and I read it For and sure. I thought about it, I said, God, because if you go to any bread out, it's a million different fucking yeah. brands of bread. And they all get bought. It's something for everybody. Whether it's, sure, whether sure it's tasty or buttermade or uh, Aunt Millie's or, or, or the, the, the store brand, the Spartan brand or whatever. It's a million different brands out there and they all get bought. Yeah, man. This like, era, yeah. It's, so, it's, yeah. you know, it, it, there's, there's, there's room for you no matter what you No matter do. what. And this is why I like this era because it's a gift and a curse. The, the curse is oversaturation. Yeah, that's true. But the gift is whoever worked the hardest is going to get it. Yeah. God bless good work. Whoever worked the hardest is going to get it. You just got to go get it. I had a tattoo artist tell me a long time ago when I showed him my artwork. And he said, you're not, you're not, listen, man, I mean, you, you, you're, a good, you're a good artist, kid, but the market's oversaturated and, you know, you're going to be struggling. So I say, find a new career. Finally, I, I, I don't know why I listened. I didn't cry. I just go, oh, okay. I mean, yeah, man. You now don't well, get me wrong. Young. You were young. You like the right time. Well, exactly. I, mean, I was in my, I was in my, you know, early to mid twenties. But I, you know, I'm thinking like, well, you're still, still young. young. Yeah, you're still young. Man. I mean, don't get me wrong. You gotta have a hustle that can fund what you can do. That oh. that can fund the shit that you want to do. Yeah. So once that, once you get that, you use that hustle. Whether it's McDonald's or Amazon or the factory or nursing or whatever the fuck you do, and you put it towards some real shit that you really want to fucking do. For sure. Now you got some people that don't mind. You got some people that they dream to be a manager at McDonald's, and if that's your dream, then by all means go do it. I ain't shitting on it, cause shit, you could be doing something way worse. So I mean, I ain't knocking it, but shit, I don't I think, know. I think I, I you, say for you. you you say you don't want to struggle. Like, it ain't for me. Yeah. yeah. You say you don't want to struggle, and I t- I totally get what you meant because um I felt like I was struggling for nothing for the last ten. 12, 13 years in the factory work because I didn't, I really did not have, I didn't have like a surplus of, out of all the, okay, since 17 years old, 18 years old to, to up to now, I didn't really have much of a dream, you know, I, I mean, I thought about wanting to become an artist, I thought about the clothing line thing, you know, like, I had this idea, like, you know, Mr. Allen's was selling t-shirts with Bugs Bunny characters, you know, looking like uh, Nelly and the St. Lunatics and uh, Yoga Bear, Yogi Bear and uh, Boo Boo looking like 50 Cent and Lloyd Banks. I'm like, I want to do that too. So I started using Sonic the Hedgehog characters. And I, mean, I just kind of discouraged over the time because I'm like, nobody fucking with these. I just thought people's approval was all I needed at the time. But small, like small moments of like, I want to do something in my life would come like, like, a, like a blue moon once, you know. So I felt like I was, you said, dragging my feet, dragging your feet for, for what? Just to survive? And I thought about this, though. Um, uh, I, had it, I just had it on the tip of my head like, like 10 minutes ago. Um, the struggle to make a dream come true versus struggling just to, just to survive. It, if you struggle just to survive, just to like, just make, make the rent, you're going to end up like a bitter, broken person. Absolutely. And, you know, like you'd rather, like you said, you'd rather struggle. For too long. Sometimes the struggle can be good, though. It can be. But it, it, it teaches you and it, it creates character. Right. But so. it's kind of like you're, dr- you're, it's like having a drive, but with no destination. Mm-hmm. Like none. Like you're not even, now you're respecting the journey. Like I don't even know what the hell I want to be. I thought I want to be a stage actor. I thought I want to be like, I want to be like, um, I thought I wanted to be a bodybuilder. I thought I wanted to do boxing. I thought I want like all these silly, stupid dreams I had. But like, they're not silly. Or no, 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 no. I'm, I'm being sarcastic. You could have done all I'm, of those. I'm being things. sarcastic when I said that, though. Like it's, um, 
I have no, I had no encouragement. You know, this this is all coming out to me like like, like a rush. You know? So, it, cut the camera. If I start crying, cut the camera off. <laughs> but, uh, no, 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 no. Um, like having these little like quote unquote sarcastic speaking stupid dreams. Like you know, like the only very few people pipe dreams. That's what pipe, the, that's okay, parents used to like call that. them pipe dreams. Pipe dreams. You know, um, it's uh, like no, you have to go to school, become a doctor or somebody, so you can have, get married. And have, like yeah, but what about what I want? I, they would like mildly encourage my drawing, but only because the teacher and the teachers have to say something because. Like you know, we think you come from. A, we think we think your son's a, 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 a living in an abusive household. So why don't you just kind of ease up off him? You know. I know exactly what you're talking about when yeah. it comes to the parents, because my mom same way. Yeah. She want you know go to school, get a good education, but the thing is that's not her fault because that's what she was taught. Right, right. That you know that's what her parents taught her. You go to school, you get a good job, you get a good education. Everything you do after that is is whatever. And I thank my mom for that because I did that. And, I, and I'm doing good. But now is the era of independence. You know what I'm saying? You know, and as I get and as I got older, like my dreams changed. You know what I'm saying? Like my biggest dream now is to be able to live off, you know, to live good, to have a n real nice crib and be able to go around the fucking world, whatever I want to. And I have to worry about it. You know what I'm saying? I want to do all my independent stuff and get the, my media empire popping and shit like that. That, but my dream in, in all, all that is to be able to live independently and not have to worry about, you know what I'm saying, working for somebody else. I want to, my dream is to have all my shit popping on my own versus having to beg anybody for anything. Because I do want to make these movies and I do want to do films and people like Tyler Perry and all these people inspire me because if they did it, I can do it too. So that's what I'm doing. That's what I'm working on. I so. got to I I I force that in my head, that, that idealism to like to want to do that because, like you said, I don't mind working hard for a living, but at the same time, it's like I'm, I'm becoming like their bitch. You know what I mean? And that's, and that's I mean, what, that's what any job, though. Right, yeah. right, right. Yeah, I'm that's what any job. Real my, like I said, but you know what? Dreams do change. Yeah. But part of me, the small part of me that I think is going to grow um, if, I, if I water it and, you know, you know, you know, you know, planet right is I want to do something like like artistic, you know, like kind of like what you say. You have your, uh, your music and you want to do movies and stuff like that. I want to do like I want to do like a sample of that, but I want my the, this new hobby that I took <coughs> on for the, the the tangle thing. I want to start doing salsa and bachata now, and I, that's why I want to lose this gut. I mean, I think I'm doing a good job though, but I want to like you know do I I might not even make money off of it. And from what I did, I watched documentaries on people who do the, um, the, the, the dancing. Even if they're successful, I know two of them that, that have their own studios, one in Troy and, what, and one here. Like, it's a struggle to keep that bitch open. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? They, yeah. have to, they have to promote the hell out of the show. Like, oh, shout out to Amanda, by the way. Um, they have to promote the hell out of it just to keep the relevance. And it's because... And and people in Ann Arbor, I don't know how they fucked. I don't know how the the tango scene in Ann Arbor. I don't know how they do it. I don't know how they stay afloat. Then I realized it was a it's a college town. It's a it's a little bit this is a little social um, you know uh, demographic and the you know the, the money like, you know how you make your money is a little bit different though. Right. But it's, it's it can be a hard life though. You know, the people who are like who are who, who make their money off doing giving private lessons that's their bread and butter, and you know. You, you know you can't do that. Uh, you can't do that and work two of the jobs at the same time unless you make time for that. You know. Well, that's why you have to find balance. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You gotta find balance, and you have to make your dream and your aspiration a, a priority. 
Like yeah. if you want it, you gotta go get it. Yeah. Simple as that. It's not gonna come to you. And I'm proud. I'm proud of the, the my my instructors for that because they they could have just like worked them in, like worked them in down with nothing wrong with that. They could have made that their <coughs> life. They could have been a waitress all their life with no aspirations. Man, you know how many days I sat up here and thought like, damn, man, you know. I really don't want to come do the podcast and shit like that because there's so many of them out there and shit like that. I had them same doubts, but that's that's going to happen right, right. regardless, even when you was talking about with your clothing line and stuff like that. So that's going to happen regardless. I mean, that's just uh, that's human nature. But fuck that. You know I'm what I'm saying? I'm like, glad to be even, even, fuck be even it. Part of a podcast, and it's even better that's with you because I don't know. I mean, I got some friends they want to do a podcast. I'm like, I don't like any of the shit you guys are doing. <laughs> I mean, the thing is, you just. You gotta keep hustling. I mean, yeah. it's simple as that. It's it's not gonna you know exactly. to all you people that got better luck than me or whoever. Then forty five different kinds of bread. You know, yeah. I mean, don't, don't tell them you can't be number seventy six. Right, right, right. So, uh, any last words, Gabe? Uh, on that subject? Yeah. Um, just, yep. Nah, man. I I think that uh, we covered everything, but I I think I think at this point we all need. I think we all are at the point where we're realizing that. It's time to regear, retool, uh-huh. remotivate, rededicate. Make this twenty twenty thing. Yeah, make it, make it, yeah, make this shit happen. I mean, use an excuse to do something. And, and, and to the fellas, stop focusing on pussy so much. Don't get me say wrong. Say that to me one more time. It's say a me, it's a hell me. of a distractor. Tell, tell, tell me, tell me. Stop tell me focusing too. on pussy so much. Say my name. Say my name. Frank, stop focusing on pussy so much. And focus on what? I'm going to focus on you. Oh, thank you. Becoming a be- the best version of you. Oh, thank you. And all right, all right. you know what I'm saying? And I know it's hard. I, I know it's hard, especially to you single people out there. And you know what I'm saying? But God damn it, you ain't never lost no pussy chasing money. And that's just real talk. You ain't never lost no pussy trying to build your empire. But you have lost money chasing pussy. Yes. <laughs> Don't be afraid. To, yes. You have lost Don't be afraid to have it in your Shout mind, out though. to the 40 ball. You have <laughs> lost it. You have lost it. So oh, stop that's, focusing on pussy so much and start focusing on you. It's an investment, but I'm just saying. It's still a loss. Because <laughs> at the end of the day, you could have jacked your shit for free. Right, but you could have. But you right, know, but so warm pussy in a nice, hot, warm body next to you at night, it doesn't, that feels pretty good, too. You know? it, well, if that but, makes you feel better, then fuck it. You can call I'm it. I'm just no, saying. I, but, I, got a, I got a question real quick. Go ahead, go ahead. Look, I yeah, got, it's time, almost oh, time to wrap it up. Yep. All right, well, I want to leave y'all with this thought then. Well, before we do that, but. Our audience or whatever. I want y'all to understand this. This is something I heard earlier. And I want you guys to give me y'all opinion when we come back next week. Uh-huh. Ladies. And I had this question for y'all. This is for the ladies out there. Would you be with a guy who was bisexual? <laughs> would you be with a guy that's bisexual? Oh, and would you be God. and would you be content? Now, as my man like to give scenarios, I'm I'm gonna leave y'all one. This man is is making uh seven eight figures a year? Okay. He has cars. He has a a, a beautiful home. All the beautiful things in it that you won't need. Um, he's polite. He's a gentleman. He's not abusive. Um, he don't have any real bad habits. Uh, besides you know wanting dick or whatever. But <laughs> take dick on the low. <laughs> Hell. No. But 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 again, he he told you about it, so he wasn't down low with it. He told you up front, like, hey, every now and again, I might have a taste to go out and do this. Now, he he comes over to this. Now, ladies, knowing that he has all of this going on for himself, and he does still enjoy pussy, he just likes dick, too. Now, would you ladies be okay with that? Would you ladies be willing to deal with a guy 
like that and just be okay because I, I've heard of a situation uh, recently where the woman was fine. Woo! She 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 was like she knew what he was she knew what it was. Okay. And she she was okay with it. She was like, you know, I I don't care. It's no, I'm taken care of. That was her thing. Like I'm taken care of. Ladies, would you I do it? Would you do it? I don't want for nothing. So if you don't want for, if this man is making the way you don't want for nothing, would this be something that you would accept? Well, ladies, that's what you got to ponder on for next week. And real quick, let me give you the joke of the week, the most oh, anticipated man. shot of the part of the show. <laughs> I know you're waiting for it. I know yeah, you've been no, waiting. I, 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 and I'm forgot. sorry for denying you I for been, so I've long. Been, I've been thinking about it. Joke uh, of the week. No, we hope you forgot. No, no, no. <laughs> we really was no. Hope you I'm going to start writing jokes. All right. Please don't. How do you make a tissue dance? Put a little boogie in it. God damn it. You put a little boogie in it. Thank you. Thank you. I'll be here all week. Thank you for watching the CJ Kyle's first heartbeat. Uh, shout out to Gabe and Frank. Thanks for coming. And we will see you next week. Peace.